This is the Broncos Blitz, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Here's your host, Danny Williams. All right. Thanks, guys, for being in to another edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. I am Danny Williams. Jake produces the projects like the coast, but we have a very special guest here. Maybe one of the most underrated figures in the history of Denver Sports Talk Radio, and I'm not joking, and maybe the best podcast in Denver. Well, Scott DeHuff, true. let's go. The Hi. legend. Hello, thank you for having me. I was stopping by to get some hats, and then I was like, "Then we forced you in here. We're like Ben Roethlisberger here." I know you're like, "Get on my fucking podcast." (laughs) I'm like, "Hey, uh, why don't you just come back in here into this dark office?" And I was like, "Sure, let's do it. (laughs) What could go wrong?" What you said? There's candy back there. Great. (laughs) All right. Um, Okay, so Scott Huff, how are you, buddy? I'm good. I'm good. Things are going great for me. It sounds like they are. And people who check in on your podcast on Twitter, if they're subscribers to your podcast, um, you have now a little bit of a relationship with. Mile High Sports, um, mm-hmm. doing your podcast, not at Mile High Sports. You do it for yourself. This man works for himself. Don't do. get it twisted. I answer to no one, <laughs> except for oh, my uh, wife. How, oh, I, I tell Nate, oh yeah, Nate, how can you fire me when I already quit? You know, so, um, <laughs> but uh, Scott DeHuffman, um, actually, let me say this real quick before we get into some of the stuff that you're doing on your podcast, which is great, and we'll talk about Teddy Bridgewater. You don't have a lot of time. You got to run, but I'm going to say this one thing. Um, for all the Schlerits and the Evans of the world and all the D-Max of the world, guys like like that it's the Scott DeHuffs of the world who like l- not only laid the foundation for those guys but like put it all together the sound the energy like you're I think I'm like I'm you're in the ring of fame in this game you really are mm-hmm. and in some cases you might just be getting introduced to some people in this market for them not knowing all the things you've done at a rival not a rival station here there's no, no rival no one is as good as those guys how dare we ever put us <laughs> but I'm just saying like the stuff you've done there in this game, I've told you, I remember at Super Bowl 50, we're at like the, right. at that party on the pier, and I'm like, hey man, you could do anything in this game. You could be a program director, the whole thing. You're you're great. I've always believed that. I think you're one of the best, buddy. I, You know, I really appreciate it. You are a fanboy, and I oh, appreciate course, that man. as well. Oh, of course, a stan. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, it's, I've done, it's funny because I've been, I was in Denver radio for 18 and a half years, yeah. working behind the scenes, and I didn't really get my chance to crack a mic until... I was working with Scott Hastings and Alfred Williams yeah. on a show, which mm-hmm. was the most chaotic show I ever worked on. It was a great on. show. It was. And and Scotty was all about, you know, you're part of the show. Let's They needed you. Yeah. I mean, that's just two former Jockos, right? Who like needed a yeah. guy like you for not just the color and the commentary, but like to keep it and put it together. And I learned a lot about comedy as far as radio goes from Hastings. Yeah. And uh, which is I didn't learn jack squat from Alfred, but uh, other than <laughs> other than I patience. Can't do, it, Alfred. <laughs> do you know one time he was late to a show? Scotty was covering the Nuggets. He yeah. was covering a press conference. He was going to be late. Everybody knew it. Alfred was supposed to open the show by himself. Yeah. Music's playing. Mm-hmm. I'm like, where the hell is it? Alfred? I look outside the window. He's down in his car finishing. I'm not joking when I say this. He's finishing an ice cream cone. <laughs> so I had to start the show by myself, and I wasn't uh, ready for it. I wasn't. That's pretty. You know, funny. Yeah. like you just get yeah, blindsided. Yeah. Like, yeah, what like the hell Wayne am I doing? When, it's like right. uh, Garth when Wayne leaves the show a little bit, right? Like, <laughs> What's happening? Yeah, yeah. It was very awkward, that's but yeah. Funny. But things. I I never really knew I. I had it in me yeah. to to be a host mm-hmm. because 
working at the other radio station, it was just, I never really had the opportunity to do what I wanted to do. Yeah. They they asked me a lot to to fill in, but mm-hmm. I never did it because I, my personality just doesn't fit. And that yeah. was one thing that really kind of helped push me out the door was I was kind of the black sheep at that radio station. Ah, you're selling yourself short, but I want to I'm, well, keep speaking. Keep going. It, I don't it, wanna... In the sense that, yeah, there's times I'd pop on, but as far as management goes, they they could not wrap their mind around what I was. Well, not just that or utilize that kind of stuff. I'm not going to say anything bad about anybody, but no, Raj but... just textbook. I think there's some things that he's afraid of and scared of. And also, you know, I'm not this. I don't hate to go there, but we do on the show all the time. Like the only guy will talk about other stations and guys and shows. You know, Raj is from an old school. He's from the and I always said this hurt me. Like that's why I'll never be at the fan. It's because I'm not from the Tim Spence oh, school God. of. You're really digging out. You're really going deep on. I mean, it's just uh, the truth. Stuff. I know, bro. but you know, like those kind of things hurt, make guys or hurt guys. You know, like uh, listen, one of them. You know, who, you know who's really talented and a hard worker, and now is kind of making it for himself. No matter what you think of him, was Ryan Edwards. Ryan Edwards kind of got chewed up and spit out. Ryan Edwards might have been working at Wells Fargo until I was like, Ryan, come fill in with me. Come, let's yeah. do this thing with me. And we had a little year kind of where he, you know, I. I showed him what life could be like right. with you know when you're not doing uptight sports talk radio, and now you know Ryan never turned into quite the juggernaut, and I'm proud of him. Yeah, Ryan's doing a great job. Uh, he and I used to hang out quite a bit, yeah. and uh, there was one time he was over at my house playing Wii. Yeah, let's just say I was in a great state of mind. You said playing with your Wii, our Wieners. No, oh Wii, Wii the okay, Nintendo sorry. thing. My bad. But anyway, so yeah, I'm very proud of Ryan yeah. too. Uh, and and I don't want this to be a bash on the fan because it's they not. they do their they they do what they do and it works. Yeah, uh, I just didn't officially fit properly in mm-hmm. that cog mm-hmm. of that machine. So when when I got to the point where I decided to leave, uh, I literally quit on a Friday, and then Friday night I'm like. Oh fuck, what am I going to do? Yeah. And uh, I talked to my wife. She's like, you've been talking about doing a podcast. I've always, even as I was walking out the door with Raj, I was like, maybe I'll do a podcast. And I officially got that going on Friday night, start making yeah. the logo, sure. start building it. And then by Monday, I had an episode run up and run. Monday or yeah. Tuesday, I had an episode running. And then it's, and I'm talking about stuff that I want to yeah. talk about. Like today, I know the hot topic in Denver sports is Teddy Bridgewater right. being the starting quarterback for week one for the Broncos. Yeah. And and that is putting, without a doubt, Vic Fangio is on the hot seat. You cannot argue that no he's... No doubt about he, it. I mean, this, he either makes this work mm-hmm. or he's gone. There is no way if the Broncos have a losing no season... No doubt about it. He, if they have a losing season, he's gone. Yeah, no doubt about it. Hit, hit the fucking road, Vic. You're gone. For I, sure. It doesn't make sense. But that being said, I'm really confused on the whole Teddy Bridgewater thing. Why? What, only because they're basically saying even Steven, the entirety, basically, of training camp. Yeah. And now it's just like, oh, well, we're just going to fucking go with Teddy Bridgewater. And then it's like, well, I thought they were even Steven. If they're even Steven and there's more ups, there's more room for growth for Drew yeah. Locke. Because he's younger. How much yeah. younger is he? He's like Teddy's twenty eight, and Drew is and what? Drew's I think twenty four. I think are you twenty five? Let's we can double check why we're kind of talking uh, here. I'm not gonna look. No, it you're up. good. But listen, <laughs> I, I, but you I, see what I'm saying? I There's do, more I room do. for growth. Teddy's been in the league yeah. long enough. He has. He should be more advanced. 
24. Okay. 24. So there you go. So there's a four-year gap. That is. Right? Uh, so it is. Drew um, Locke has more room for growth, more yeah. opportunity to succeed, and to, to my, get the Broncos where they need to be. My you know? rebuttal, I guess, or someone's rebuttal would be that Teddy's only 28. And that even though there's this per- perception that Teddy's washed out in Carolina, which I think he's a, a, a scapegoat there. I mean, other you know, Christian, C- Christian McCaffrey didn't play. And I told Jake, yeah. who, like, name a receiver of theirs. DJ Moore. Oh, okay, Mr. Smart Guy. But, like, liter- like literally, like, there's no skill talent there. And Teddy um, in Carolina, um, I think, was used as a bit of a scapegoat. I'm not a Teddy guy. Um, but... I painted the picture of a best case situation of Teddy Bridgewater being Jake Plummer and being a, you know, looked at as kind of washed. So, I mean, like people have you thrown in the towel on the guy, come and getting opportunity with a, a legitimate bona fide. It's a championship organization of franchise. They haven't been the last few years, but they're still, you know, the Broncos are still the Broncos in that sense. And it still means something. Um, I, I think that the Broncos think it's not so safe to go with Teddy, but there might be some perceived upside still with Teddy at only 28 years old as well. And uh, do you know what? My last thing, you know, um, I'll let you go, um, you know, um, out of here and, you know, say anything you need to say before you go. I'm love to have you as long as you can. But um, I think that um, all the other things that Drew Locke is not from the quarterback room stuff to the football acumen and savvy stuff to just you know um like a professionalism kind of stuff i think where that's where he really beat drew lock not i mean out there on the field they were it was even drew lock you give it up for drew lock because he really you know lifted his level of play and he did everything that he really kind of took for him to you know stick around in this but you know to me seeing the the Flacco, Keenum, guys that they've liked before. Teddy yeah. seemed like it was going to be Teddy for me from you know, the, the get. And I didn't know what else Drew Locke would really have to do. Teddy would have had to really fall on, his, fall on his face. Instead, Teddy was like near flawless. Here, here's the thing. At the end of the day, I don't really give a shit who the quarterback is. <laughs> yeah. I just want the Broncos to win. Yeah. And I'm sick and tired. And I said this on my podcast this morning to Huff Uncensored, available anywhere you find podcasts, uh, is uh, I'm sick and tired. And yeah. I think everybody in Broncos country – can say the same thing. We're sick and fucking tired of the QB carousel. Oh my gosh! If Teddy Bridgewater ends up being the it's guy, if uh, I just want he, this, the the annoying, disgusting stat for Denver Broncos is this is the fifth consecutive week one where we've had a different, different starter. starter. That's embarrassing. It really is. If if Teddy Bridgewater ends up being the guy, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. I, right now, I'm not 100% sold on it, yeah. but kind of like what you're saying, the yeah. maturity thing, he definitely has that way above I mean, like, Drew Locke. He's, I think, like, he's, he's pretty revered. He's got respect around the league from right. like, his peers and from you know the, the coming back from the injury. He's a class act. That's, right. that's important at that position, I think. But the, And then, then kind of going back to Vic Fangio, he's got to win. Otherwise, get out. out and this is the perfect opportunity for the Broncos to... Uh, get a new head coach. I mean, look at what's happening in March. We we have an idea of who's going to be yeah. uh running the organization. Yeah. It's it's is it going to be in the Bolin family or we got somebody else coming in here. This is a perfect opportunity for them to go. You know what? Fuck it. Yeah. We're getting, you know, all new No crew. doubt about it. And that makes sense. I I, I just completely I, agree with that. I hope Vic Fangio didn't make a mistake by starting Teddy Bridgewater. I don't I, I don't want him to have made a mistake. So let's let's hopefully moving forward, it's Teddy Bridgewater all the way, and then 
come January, we're talking about playoffs. The Broncos are in the playoffs. Teddy Bridgewater leading yeah. redemption tour for ten, Teddy Bridgewater. Ten win That's fine. What we're trying to talk ourselves into is you know ten win Teddy. So um, <laughs> hey, I'd be fine with ten wins. <laughs> I'd be I'd be um, a huge success. Yeah, uh, ten wins around here would again with a defense like they theoretically could have and would have if they got to 10 wins. Then you just get in the playoffs, you win a couple games. We're talking about Jacksonville a couple years ago. I mean, like, they were 10-6, yeah. won two playoff games, almost went to the Super Bowl. Like, how do they even do it? So those things can happen, I guess. Right. Um, Scott DeHuff, thanks, buddy. Um, real quick, podcast work. We find it anywhere you can find. But what about Podbean? We just heard there's such thing as a Podbean. I orig- before I signed on and started working with Mile High Sports, yeah. that's actually who uh, was hosting me. Podbean's let's a ve- go. Bo- Podbean is a very successful platform yes. for distributing your podcast. So yeah. if you're a new up and coming podcaster, it's actually very friendly. Yeah. To users, I liked it. I would still be on it if I didn't move over with Mile High Sports. Yeah. And they're helping me distribute it. Sure. So very good for people out there. Uh, make it very simple. But uh, to huff uncensored, anywhere you find podcasts. Yeah. And here's the thing. It's not just all Broncos. I do lean on Broncos. Yeah. But I would say the majority of my conversation is just entertainment uh yeah. Guy talk. Yeah. I today I, I gave my rant on Teddy Bridgewater and Vic Fangio, but then I go into some crazy headlines that are out there. One of which, uh, let's see, you, I react to milk crate challenge because that's the dumbest. That's the dumbest thing I love since watching Tide people Pod. Get so injured on that. And they're, I'm they're, like, oh, oh man. my god! I'm pe- just like just waiting for them to fall. I get mad when they complete it. People, I, well, I know. I get disappointed when they're like, oh pe- great, wow. People are damaging their spinal cords. <laughs> Like you are so going to be stupid, it's, it's, and it's always like on half a hill on the grass because they think it's going to land on the grass. Like, no, dude, that means no. these crates have no chance. Have of you ever felt a milk crate? <laughs> yeah. I used to work at Safeway back yeah. in the day. Yeah. Worked in the dairy department for like a week. I sucked at it. <laughs> but those things are sturdy, strong yeah. plastic. You land on your rib cage on that. Guess yeah. what? They're going to break. We, and, and and then I talk about that. I talk about some guy that died because he put adhesive on his penis oh. instead of a condom. Like, that's a bad idea. And he died. What a dumb way to die. Jeez also, Louise. you know, and then I talk, then I get to, uh, you know, what are, then I found this website that gave all the, the, the stats, the odds that, of when and where you can see UFOs. I just ran around. Okay. Uh, so, across I mean, it. just what funny. Well, from that, like, what's, like, cities you find them in? It's states. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. States. Okay. It's in the, the south, in go, Mexico. South. No, the best place. Florida, they're all kind of. There's wild. Florida, yes, uh, Washington, but California. Yeah, Colorado in year uh, last year in 2020 had like 225 sightings of UFOs. Oh, man. That's a lot more than I thought. Uh, that makes me I've feel never sad s- because usually it's like white trash that finds them. It's never like a sophisticated like professor from a university is like, like yeah, oh, UFO sighting. Look at that. It's always like, you Those know. lights in the sky. <laughs> no. Yeah, you never hear that. No, right? you never that is, <laughs> It's always some like, are they now all of a sudden? He was like, fuck, man, those balls are huge and uh, get in my spaceship. Uh, do one like 10 seconds of, like we do, I don't do it like you, but we do like, like when someone's talking about their best, your best, losers always whine about giving their best. Winners go home and fuck the prom queen. You know what I mean? Is that's that like, supposed that's, to that's be Connery? Only... No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> not that I do the best one, but Jesus, that was awful. I said it's your bit, okay? Give me a little taste, something. That's right. Well, basically, I'm sitting down here with Danny, and all I can say is I banged his mother last night. <laughs> 
I thought she was Holly Evans' mother. You I bang whoever's mom's around. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> What's funny? What uh, I do with the podcast too is like I'm kind of split personalities at times. Yeah. Where all of a sudden I'm reading uh, or reacting to a story, and then all of a sudden, like I was talking about the sex in the Olympics, how they were trying to stifle sex. Yeah. By, by, by giving no condoms. Yeah, that's gonna. Well, go. that that in the, the cardboard beds. It's like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, like that's gonna work. So, and then, then I have like Connery all of a sudden and be like, that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> you know, you know, so, stupid shit like that. Uh, so. Now, the, the podcast is great. I like that you're like a dad, you're like a regular dude. Um, you know, there's some humbleness that comes to a podcast like yours that's you wouldn't think that it comes from. Like, you know, when people listen to the show, you know, we have like, um, there's like a hundred people on the milehighsports.com watching. I'm like, quit looking at me. You know, like every person who tunes in on their way, mm-hmm. even for a little bit, we're not the fan. So, we have appreciate anybody who turns yeah. in and makes us like a part of you know their their day a little bit so that's I'm, awesome. I'm excited too because i was looking at the numbers today and we're not even through august and i'm already beating july nice. as far as numbers that's go awesome. and all i can hope for is just more and more people tune in and they like it well and that's that's the reaction i'm getting and i'm yeah. very grateful for everybody and everybody i run into the, one of the greatest things was I was at a, an event for my son before he started third grade and there's a bunch of uh, parents out there and this guy comes up to me and he's like episode 40 what the fuck <laughs> what was that like and I, I, I yeah. you know I was and I'm like uh, that's the best feeling and, and to me it's just like it's so cool because it awesome. took me a second I'm like oh and then my wife is just like she gets red oh yeah and, and it's funny because she forgets and then my son's just like my son and my daughter are the best pimps of my podcast. Yeah, I, I was at picking up my son from school yesterday, and and my daughter and my daughter starts going around and she's like, "Hey, dad, do you have any more merch?" <laughs> I'm like, "What?" <laughs> or cards? <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, to other... you got any stickers or yeah, anything? That's cool. that's awesome. I'm like, "That's cool." Yeah. It's like, no, it's for grownups, not kids. <laughs> Uh, the podcast is great. <laughs> Catch um, Scott Duff's podcast, Duff Uncensored, anywhere you can find podcasts, anywhere. Right. Um, and then you just said, uh, you know, again, um, uh, Mile High Sports, you know, 98.1 FM is definitely not 104.3 FM, but MileHighSports.com here is going to be hitting a million views a yes. month here pretty quick here. Dude. So, it- and, you know, again, like, Merrillat is there, you know, because, you know, Raj is trying to almost recreate something like that here. No disrespect. You're such a like, little wedge know, driver. Yeah, You're like, like poking, poking the bear that's going to rip your head off. I mean, I don't know, Raj. I've had my, I always say this, you get like one one shot, you know, where you could, hey, Raj, let's go meet. Let's go have that meeting. I've had my couple meetings with, with, with Raj. He, I'm not his cup of tea. You know, he told me, because I'm from here, I went to school or college, it hurts me. It doesn't help me. You know what I mean? Hey, so all you got to take it for what it is. All I can say is I left there. Okay. Well, again. You know what I mean? Yeah. So well, I'm, I'm very happy with what I'm doing now. The fact that We're I'm, lucky I, to have you as a part of, um, yeah, you know, yeah, and the fact the that team, I, And the great. fact that I'm able to sit down and and be with my kids more, be with my wife more. It's huge to me. And that was w- one of the many factors that led me to walk away is just I want. I, I was working the morning shift. I was, yeah. I was waking up at 2 o'clock in the morning every day. Yeah. It, it's just I was a zombie. So it's the tough. fact that I'm able to sleep now is a huge thing. Yeah. And I get to talk about what I want to talk about. I mean, um, it was cool when Marilat was at Altitude. 
I would do my show here, and I'd go do like I'd go film for Mosier and Vic. I was doing shows oh, really? at both spots for a couple of years, and it was really cool. But when I was at Altitude, here's your list of things. You know, do, do this. Do not mention this. Better not talk about Joe Sackick like that. You know, be oh, careful yeah. with that again. Don't do that. That's hard. Um, you know, I, was talk, I got in trouble for talking about Burger King one time. And it was just like all of those other little things that comes with being at a place like that as opposed to being here. I dropped my three kids off at private school at All Souls, and I pick my little one up at noon here. I get mm-hmm. to go home with my coach my kids at everything. That's very important, very special. And, you know, I could have, you know – the all Benjamin Albrighter or Peter Burns my way into something different, but like here has been so good for me and mm-hmm. my family and my life. It's been great for me here. Yeah, I'm I'm very happy. It's hindsight. I wish I would have done it sooner. Wow, interesting. Um, but I you're didn't. still young enough to like the next thing for you could be anything. It could be this forever, or it could be like something back into something like this. Well, yeah, I don't know. I the the freedom of a podcast, mm-hmm. and I'm I, trying to talk Nate to talk you into coming to doing the show once a week. Or I don't you know, know if I can do a show me. censored. Eh, the, I think to, to do a podcast on fucking censored. <laughs> that's great. Well, you know, now that the cat's out of the bag a little bit, I don't know, but um, I don't know. I can't you know, show that cat we, back it, in. It's um, you know, you're great, and that's it. So yeah, check it keep out. Keep it up. Keep up the good work, and yeah. that's it, man. De Huff Uncensored. Anywhere you find podcasts, check me out on Twitter at De Huff or De Huff Podcast. Mm-hmm. Either one works. And then yeah, I'm having a good time. So well, come good al- for you, come man. Along. That's a big deal. That's awesome. Yeah, thank you guys so much. I really appreciate it. All right. Uh, thanks, buddy. Transition now back in. We'll call that the – It's we weren't planning on doing all that with Scott DeHuff. For one, it's weird because we've had this weird relationship over the years that's like two guys from two stations can't be good friends or something. You know what I mean? Like can't be pals. Rivals. And um, we definitely weren't rivals. We're always like – you know, Cello and I, this is you know, 10 years ago. We're always like, Cam, hey, we should try to do something with you on this show. And, you know, you can't do those things. You you can't cross swords like that. The politics of it. It is just what it is. So, you know, Scott DeHuff joining Mile High Sports is a huge, huge deal. It's a gigantic loss for the fan. And they're trying to act like, and they tried to act like, of course, you know, they're not going to skip a beat. And they are the fan. And it's just what it is. But also, you know, for for what he's doing on a platform of, you know, MileHighSports.com is a freaking juggernaut. The magazine is a polished thing of beauty. And while 98.1 FM is definitely not the powerhouse that 104.3 is, um, you know, I always say, like, like, hey man, I might play. I might be playing for a lesser um, branded team. I'm not playing for the Yankees, but I'm still an All Star, bro. I might still have some of the best talent. I'm like Dame Lillard, bro. You know what I mean? Stuck so. up there in the in the armpit of the West. <laughs> so now, nah, man, my life sports is great, and you're listening to the Broncos Splits podcast. Um, no, oh yeah, look, don't mind me. No, no, you're good. Uh, we didn't look through anything at all. It's on there. Oh, it's all porned out, anyways. Yeah. Um, Scott DeHuff left his phone in the studio. So, um, Teddy, at the end of yesterday's podcast, Teddy Bridgewater was named starter. Okay, the starting quarterback of this team. If you've listened to this podcast for, we've been doing it for less than a month now. I mean, day one, it's been like almost the first week of podcast. I'm like, we better stop talking about Teddy. I'm like, I'm, I'm overkill with Teddy. But we just kind of had a feeling we knew it was going to be Teddy. And again, you know, bold predictions and analysis played true. Uh, we got this one right, Jake. Uh, almost since day one, do you know I went back and looked? The day after 
Aaron Rodgers the day of when he was came back was right. the day in July when we just accepted Teddy as our starter and said, well, then that means that means Teddy's the starter. Um, if anyone's on Twitter, anyone has done a um, you know clicked on a poll anywhere, Teddy versus Drew, it's been seventy um, percent Drew, thirty percent Teddy. This is not the most popular decision and choice amongst fans, but it's the right choice. It's the right decision. Um, even guys like DeHuff, who has a you know a, a, a legit. He came in here with a legit take on Drew Locke. Drew Locke's four years younger. Wouldn't that kind of mean he has four more years of growth in him? Not necessarily. Definitely not necess- uh, necessarily, Jake. I th- and I think not true at all. I think um, all of the other things that make Teddy Teddy and all the things that make Drew Drew were the difference maker in this thing. And a very, very little bit of the actual you know game stuff in the preseasons really mattered. It did to a 25%, 30% kind of margin. But Teddy Bridgewater is a pro's pro. He is a alpha. He is a leader of men. And Drew Locke's just one of the dudes, man. You know, he's kind of gets down with the dudes. He can go kick it with the boys and the corners and all that kind of stuff. But Teddy's going to lead all of these guys. Okay. Yeah. And I think that's what the Broncos have been missing for the past five years is that true leader. Somebody to, you know, galvanize the troops. Keenum and- wasn't a leader in that no. sense. Not good enough. Flacco was washed. Um, Simeon was a nobody and Paxton was a no talent. Okay. Yeah. Locke had some ability and a little bit of, uh, moxie, little gumption, whatever you want to call it. And that got people excited, you know, not being scared and up for the challenge, you know, kind of is, you know, I'm looking my guy's tough. He's, you know, he's, he's unafraid. I like that about Drew. He's doing his thing. There was things to like about Drew, but those were, none of those things were, made him a great quarterback and were things that made a guy a great quarterback. No, none of the leadership stuff, the polish, the um, uh, acumen and football savvy, Jake, the playbook stuff, Jake. The saturation of the playbook stuff. Teddy probably picked it up in in a matter of um, what took Drew two years, took Teddy maybe a matter of weeks and months. Right, right. And right. we heard Pat Shermer last year say that he had to dumb down the playbook. And that, uh, to me, is an indictment of Drew Locke uh, to where he couldn't understand some of the schemes that all of the schemes that Pat Shermer had. And yeah, you could use COVID as an excuse, but Teddy seems to come in and, and de- deal with it with no problem. So I think that Teddy Bridgewater, with like you said, the acumen, the playbook stuff is, is a great fit to, for this Denver Broncos team to start. And he's not going to give up the game. He's going to manage no, manage the no, game. No, it's not going to cost you games. He's going to complement the defense. He's going to be, I think, the perfect quarterback for a rushing attack that could be a pretty significant two-headed monster. Uh, again, I'm going to just say this right now. Teddy's not my guy. He's just the better guy, and he just happens to be the guy for this team right now. I, I want better than Teddy. I want Aaron Rodgers. Okay? That's best just the, the truth. And, and if not, what's the, what's the uh, other version of not the old 38-year-old quarterback who's someone else is, who had his best years somewhere else? Then I want a Justin Herbert. Then I want, I think, a Justin Fields. So, I mean, that that's real... Um, not just real hope, but that's real talent. You sit around and wait for growth. Does that's not Drew Lock? Drew, Drew Lock. There's a misperception, Jake, that Drew Lock was in that category. Wrong. Drew Lock was not a five tier and barely not even a four tier 
prospect that would make him like Herbert, the number six overall pick, or Allen, the number seven overall pick. And he wasn't like an extreme, look at these intangible winner in college. Man, that time he went into Georgia or Auburn and beat them boys. He never did none of that stuff. Mm -hmm. So what did they get? A guy in a package that looked like he had a big arm, some moxie, and could go win a pump, pass, and kick competition. And we could turn him into a quarterback. Well, you are kind of who you are. You could try to ch- make a guy check down, but the guy is who he is, man. A gunslinger's a gunslinger. A turnover-prone guy is a turnover-prone guy. And a guy in Teddy who does, you know, all the right things and none of the wrong things, um, but may not throw the ball down the field five or six times for 50 yards. It's just, well, hey, it's just the way God made him. Some people would say that this decision to start Teddy Bridgewater makes the organization itself look bad, the front office, the management, and because that they're starting from scratch now if Drew Lock since Drew Lock isn't the guy anymore, uh, and the question the questionable decision not to draft Justin Fields uh, just got a little bit more of a, a head scratching decision. Uh, it, it's a bad look for the organization. Uh, what would you say to those people that um, that the Broncos still don't have a long term? They uh, don't. Um, but I love my Jake Plummer comp. If Aaron Rodgers is not an option for next year, I sure hope Teddy won ten games and they won a playoff game, because then you could seemingly come back with now what you're missing in terms of personnel, add a little bit more skill. Add some polish on it, and maybe the Teddy Bridgewater experiment is a two-year experiment. And if Teddy Bridgewater doesn't seemingly take a heroic leap forward somehow, then it, you know Teddy will be 30, uh, a 30-year-old backup, and then you go move on. And again, I'm, always, I'm in the quarterback business. Always. It's my number one priority. It's the only thing that matters to me is my franchise. I'm always looking for the next great collegiate guy. I'm always looking for the next great backup who I think can maybe start. Um, uh, always. It never ends. I'm, I'm, I'm kicking tires on uh, where we at here with uh, Deshaun Watson. I'm kicking tires on, hey, Aaron Rodgers, say, say Green Bay starts the season three and three or four and four. I mean, and there's a little riff. Something went wrong. Do we want to do something dramatic, incredible, unheard of midseason? All options open for my quarterback scenario and situation for me. And that's just the way I play it. That's the way I run it. Uh, Drew Locke's a young backup now. Drew Locke's career's not over. Paxton Lynch has been on four, five, or six teams and just got cut from the CFL today. His career might be over, but he's probably 28, 29 years old as well already, too. And even if he's not 27, 20, how many football uh, you know opportunities has he got? Drew Locke's going to be okay. Um, his career's not over yet. He will have a chance to start in this league again. Right. Whether it be because of Teddy Bridgewater's injury or whether whether it be because um, we trade him in the next offseason, we roll with, um, you know, Rippin as the backup and we go let Drew get a fresh start and some team lets Drew Locke go in there and compete with whoever else is with the Texans draft next year after Watson's traded type of stuff, if that makes sense. Right? Right. Yeah, I'm with you there. He's going to have multiple opportunities in the future. Uh, but w- at the end of the day, when I look at this decision and, and Teddy and, and his history in this league, this is the best opportunity for Teddy that he's ever had, you know, with a very strong defense, a, a, 
a potential top five defense, a lot of skill positions on the offensive side, a revamped offensive line. Um, this is the perfect opportunity for Teddy to, you know, prove some of these doubters wrong and also, you know, revitalize his career and potentially recapture something uh, magic, magical. Yeah. That was ended because that. of the injury. If he's got something different and magical in him, well, have we seen that? Well, it's hard to see that last year in Carolina. But you know those 15 touchdowns against 11 picks on a poop team? He had five more rushing touchdowns. So I look at that as 20 against 11 on a team that had no chance, no talent, no nothing. That wasn't the opposite. He didn't go for 11 touchdowns against 16 picks. He wasn't a dumpster fire. He actually was still kind of perfect. And do you know what? He was Who was he last year of all the nicknames? He was Teddy Covers last year. Teddy covering the point spread, never getting blown out keeping that bunch of losers they had in Carolina in games. That's the end of this podcast, okay? It's been about 30. We pushed it, but our 20-minute stuff with DeHuff, I hope you guys, you know, uh, soak that stuff in a little bit. That's, you know, uh, radio legend and radio lure there. Um, you know, he's a talented guy who's done a lot of stuff in this game um, and worked uh, under a lot of talented guys when sometimes DeHuff was the most talented guy in the room and on the show. So, you know, a bit of a wild card, a bit of a wild man, but uh, DeHuff's a good dude. Go check out his podcast. Subscribe to our podcast, though, as well. It's the Broncos Blitz podcast. Check it out anywhere you can find podcasts. Uh, I'm Danny Williams, Jake Meyer, producing this product. He does that on our show, 9 to 11 on Mile High Sports Radio, uh, 98.1 FM, milehighsports.com, 9 a.m. to 11 a.m. We do that every single day, Monday through Friday. Um, we appreciate you guys for being with us here for about 30 minutes. And we'll see you guys tomorrow. Uh, good night, Sheila. Good night. Good night.